I'm Gino Parati, and I'm an expert in the field of interpersonal communication, which means that I study human behavior in the context of relationships. I'm a published author on the subjects of culture, gender, nonverbal communication, and soft skills. I'm also a self-identified empath and apparently an INFJ if you're into the Myers-Briggs stuff. Having lectured at some of the largest and most prestigious universities and colleges in the United States, I've seen firsthand how powerful communication can be in transforming our mindsets, our perspectives, our relationships, and ultimately the way that we experience our lives. So that's why I've created this podcast, to help us expand our social and emotional intelligence, which can lead to more effective communication and better relationships, both with others and with ourselves. Episode 7, Mentorship. It's great to be back recording this podcast. We will be delivering episodes on the 15th of every month. The transition from college student to young professional can be an overwhelming and sometimes scary experience. The comfort and structure of college is gone, along with the community support system that higher ed inherently provides. And to top it off, Young professionals are reconciling their dreams, ambitions, and passions with the reality that we all need to make money. The transition isn't always fun or easy. It can feel uncertain and isolating. I remember those feelings. Many of my former students have kept in touch with me after they've graduated. They share with me their adventures and pursuits after college, and often they ask for guidance. Questions about what they're going through as adults in the working world. Whether they're now doctors or social media experts or entrepreneurs, these former students have consistently asked the same types of questions. Am I the only one going through this? And am I making the right choices? When I reflect on my own transition to being a young professional back in the early 2000s, I appreciate the key roles that mentors have played and continue to play in my development. Mentors offer us lived perspective. They've been where we are now, and they've moved onward. They have a roadmap that's crafted from experience. And so, as a mentor, I want to offer my roadmap to you. Share with you some stories from my own professional journey to help illuminate your career path so that you can see it with a better perspective. In this episode, I'm going to be talking about mentorship in general and then introduce you to some of my earliest mentors, Established professionals that have played an active role in helping me to actualize what I want and create the path that has led to where I am today. So what are mentors? A mentor acts as a guide by offering tools like insights, advice, context, and experiences. A mentor also provides support, connection, and feedback with the intention of helping you to be your best professionally. A couple of the mentors I'd like to tell you about who helped me professionally My first was my first official boss. Her name is Rita, and Rita worked at a gymnastics school. She was the owner and founded the business. It was a very successful gymnastics training center. It was an Olympic training center, actually. So I joined after some of the gym's biggest accomplishments of having produced 1988, 1992, and 1996 Olympians. I joined in the year 2000. And when I met Rita... One of the biggest things that really made an impact upon me is her professional presentation. You can just tell by her nonverbals, meaning the way she dressed, the way the office in the gym is organized, even the way that she speaks 
is extremely uh, detail-oriented and to the point. Everything is hyper-organized. She's very well put together. And after having worked with her for over 15 years, I discovered that the way she presents herself is also the way that she shows up in business. So one of the biggest lessons I learned from Rita that I carry with me today is her telling me that, and this is to paraphrase, but sometimes good enough is just that, good enough. Because when I worked for her as a manager, Rita also talked about the need to balance a good product with the customer demand. Because if you wait too long for perfection, you may put out this perfect product, but if the customer demand has passed you by, there's no point to having the perfect product. No one's buying it. So that's what she meant by you have to recognize when good enough is just that good enough. I also want to talk about my next professional job. So I worked for a real estate management company that I guess in today's terms is equivalent to a, to a startup. It was an established business, but a man named Pedro, he bought the business and went out on his own with it. And we were working to grow this company into a national real estate management company. So I was part of this team during the transition when they were really trying to grow this. Pedro was one of the owners, and uh, I forget what his official title was, but I think it was CEO. And Mandy was my direct boss. She was the director of marketing and training. So I worked with Mandy, and Pedro saw within me a talent early on that when I spoke, other people listened. And I was just a 21-year-old kid when he met me, but he saw this ability. And he positioned me to get involved with the organization's training. And through that, I developed my skill set here to communicate and eventually discovered my ultimate passion and purpose, which is teaching. So what Pedro taught me through mentoring was, and I always remember this too, his motto was, hire for talent and personality, teach for skill. It's much easier to teach skills to people than it is to try to reshape their personalities. So he looked for a very service-oriented mindset for our particular um, type of work that we did. Mandy has, hands down, been the best boss, supervisor, mentor that I have had in terms of my professional life. What Mandy did exceptionally well was used a situational approach to leadership, and that means that she would adapt what she needed to do with each one of her individual employees, recognizing that someone like myself, I tend to be very hard on myself, do not need to be pushed by someone higher up. Instead, I need to be told when to back off and when to rest. Then sometimes you'd have employees that need a kick in the pants, that uh, they'll do less work if they can get away with it, and they need a little bit more motivation. They need you to stay on them. So Mandy was exceptionally good at that. Uh, and I take that into anything that I do with teaching today, whether it's working with clients or working with students in the classroom or when I was a gymnastics coach, same thing. I'd work individually based off of the needs of the athletes. So with the help of these mentors, I discovered that there is a guiding force, a purpose. And this purpose acts as a red thread through all of my diverse work experiences, whether it's as a gymnastics coach and gym manager, a corporate trainer for the real estate management company, or as a communication lecturer, mentor, and coach. And that purpose is teaching. I am a teacher in everything that I do. I teach others how to learn, how to grow, how to connect. My mentor saw it before I did. Being aware of this has brought clarity to what I want 
and gives me the inspiration to pursue it. So what advice would I give to my younger self for seeking a mentor? I wouldn't worry about thinking that I'm bothering this person by asking them to answer questions for me and offer guidance as a mentor. I, Looking back on it when I was younger, it always felt like I was imposing myself. And I was already answering the question for them, meaning, do you want to do this for me? No, that's why I'm not even going to bother to ask you. And now that I'm older, I realize how silly that is because don't be afraid to ask for what you want. And then let the other person genuinely say yes or no. If they say no, then don't hound them. (laughs) But they'll probably say yes. A good number of people really do like investing in mentorship with younger people. So I would recommend that you are proactive. And I would tell my younger self, be proactive in coming up with questions. What is it that I want to know? And then seek the mentors who can best answer those questions. It's not the mentor's job to figure out what questions to ask for you. That's your job. And then the mentor's role is to step in and answer those questions for you. So then what's the difference between peer mentors and role models? Because there are different types of mentors. And I've been talking about someone more experienced, mentoring someone a little bit more novice. There are also peer mentors. Before I get into what the mentoring process actually is, peer mentors can be beneficial because they're going through the exact same things as you. They're going to understand where you are at right now in this moment of time together. Now that I'm in my 40s, I remember what it was like to be in my 20s 20 years ago. But of course, the world is different. There are going to be some things that are going to be universal, but there are going to be differences because the world is different today. So if you also are working with a peer mentor who's going through the same thing at the same time, they can also provide valuable insights to you. But the main difference between mentorship and role modeling Mentoring is an interactive process. Mentors are actively interested in knowing who you are and where you're at. And this is an involved two-way relationship. Mentorships are mutually beneficial to both the mentor and the mentee. Role models, though, are people whom we admire. We may want to be like them and to copy their success. Think about people such as sports stars or celebrities. But there likely won't be interaction, and you may know a lot about your role model, and they may know nothing about you. It's one way. Uh, I'm laughing as I'm saying this because I'm thinking, uh, growing up as a, as a gymnast, I idolized so many Olympians. They, they were my role models. And then when I actually started working in an Olympic training center, to my delight, I got to meet a lot of the Olympic athletes that I grew up watching and admired. And of course, it felt like, hey, you're my best friend because I've been studying you. I know everything about you. And they're like, who are you? (laughs) I don't even know who you are. Um, So role models more one way. It's different. Both are valuable, but it's different. What's the benefit of being part of a peer community? So now we're transitioning with just the idea of a mentorship, which is this very interactive two-way relationship. The idea of a peer community, of course, community is going to branch out and be bigger. So with the benefits of being a peer community and uh, supporting each other through your journey is you're recognizing that you are not alone. These peer communities help you approach the problems that you're currently facing and to get a more empathic experience. So you share each other's emotional journey, even if you're not in the same particular industry or the same job role, you're still connecting on the emotional experience of the journey. As I mentioned a little bit earlier, your peers provide an important perspective And the world is different now than it was when I graduated from college. And I argue that with this COVID pandemic, 
it's even vastly different from when the class of 2019 graduated versus the class of 2020. So it'll be very beneficial not only to have a more experienced mentor, but also this peer community so you can help mentor each other on your unique emotional journey during this particular point in time. And finally, there's something called social comparison theory. And typically what it means is that we look to our peer groups and compare ourselves. A lot of the focus has been on the negative impacts because there can be. But on the positive side, with this social comparison, your peers actually provide essential contrast. You'll see what skills you have that are standout amongst your peer group. For example, perhaps you were top of your class in high school and you've been accepted into a very prestigious college. When you get to that prestigious college, you may no longer be top of class because it's a new peer group. And you quickly realize that what made you super special in your high school doesn't make you that special in this new environment. It just makes you average part of this group. But maybe it's your sports ability and not your academic ability that makes you stand out in this new peer community. Within this own peer group, what are my standout skills? What is unique that I am really good at for the other people who are around my age? It's not helpful to compare yourself with someone 20 years older than you because when you're 20 years older, your skill set in many professional areas is, of course, going to be more polished. It's what you spent the last 20 years doing. <laughs> so it's, it's not a good comparison. How do we find mentorship situations then? First, I'd say identify the success or path that you would like to achieve for yourself. The next step is to network in person when it's available and, of course, online. LinkedIn is a fabulous platform for that. The third step is I would say ask. And I know it sounds like a joke, but no, seriously, like I said earlier, ask people. You need to say, I'm looking for a mentor. I have some questions to ask about your career. Would you mind if I ask them? Seriously, just ask. Usually the answer will be yes. And finally, for the fourth step, I recommend that you join a formal networking community. Why? A formal networking community is set up to put a curated group of people together with a very specific purpose. So it's highly focused and it wants to introduce you to other people who can help you in this professional context. It's also set up to create an environment where you will naturally start to connect with other people. So it does the work of bringing the group together and creating the environment where professional relationships can be built. You can look for free groups on LinkedIn. That's a great place to start. Or you can join more established ones like the one that I offer through Right Brain Journeys. Here's what I want you to remember. The transition from college student to young professional can be an overwhelming and sometimes scary experience. It can feel uncertain and isolating. You're not alone. Mentors play an important role in helping us to navigate our own professional journey by offering us tools, support, and advice from their own professional roadmap. And if you're a young professional, I recommend that you have a mentor. I care about young adults. And I remember what it was like for me as a young professional in my early 20s. So I've created the Right Brain Journeys mentoring community to help young professionals, recent graduates, and aspiring leaders achieve success in the workplace by growing their network and gaining valuable business and professional communication soft skills and insights. We offer a free monthly virtual mentoring meeting that I lead. You'll meet other young professionals get to ask questions, and participate in networking activities. To join the free monthly meeting, 
apply at the link in the link tree, which is in the bio. You can connect with me on LinkedIn too. We also have a mentoring membership community option, which offers education, coaching, and training for business and professional communication on a subscription basis. I invite you to become a part of our Right Brain Journeys community. Be connected and inspired. Gain insights and perspectives. Thanks so much for listening to the first episode of 2021. Looking forward to a year of learning, exploring, and podcasts. See you February 15th. Thanks for listening to the Right Brain Journeys podcast. For more insights about social and emotional intelligence, subscribe to this podcast and follow me, Gino Parati, on LinkedIn or like Right Brain Journeys on Facebook for information about one-on-one coaching as well as group workshops and learning sessions. 